started yet. Now we started. I thought we were done already. Gosh dang it. We're in. Welcome, buddy. Hey man. Have you missed me? A little bit. It's been a. It's been a little weird. I've been kind of out of the office for a few weeks. For yeah, it seems not like, COVID. Seems like well, a while. COVID affected so, my kids' yeah. daycare. It was a cause, but you didn't have COVID. Did not. No symptoms. I'm good. That you know of yet? I mean, it would be better if I have already had it. With us yeah. being on a countdown to this baby. Oh yeah, a lot uh, better. And I'm hoping. I'm hoping that. Uh, I'm hoping everything clears up. Is that a weird hope now? What do you mean clears up? I don't know. Just goes away, disappears. Oh, like all the all the COVID stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Also, can we point out? I know that people are going to say that it's not over yet, but where are all these people that were saying the, it ends at the election? Well, the election, all this conversation. The election's not over yet. Yeah, but it is. You know no. what I'm saying? There was a vaccine. I guess it's. I guess technically you could argue it's not because. Yeah. Okay. There, there was a vaccine discovered, or I guess completed, or whatever, pretty soon around. I think there's three companies at fourth. Happened. Yeah, I saw uh, United Regional got some shipment of some COVID treatment. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we got if, some treatment in town now. I I don't believe in this conspiracy theory. But let's play this out together real fast, okay? okay. If you are a medical company, mm-hmm. what's the best way to make money right now? Anything COVID related? So just start a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. No, I've 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 seen that. I've seen that conspiracy. Uh, I th- I don't know if it was ever proven, but I'm pretty sure at some point maybe it was all conspiracy. But um, when computers used to get viruses, mm-hmm. which basically every computer that's on a Mac still does, it was but that. they're pretty sure that came from the antivirus software. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It does make it. It's the most it's the most logical thing. Why would you sell something that would end it forever? Because yeah. then you then you've ruined your market. Yeah, you you just hope you we live in a world that mm-hmm. people want to do that. Just a thousand percent to bank, but unfortunately, we live in a world that people people will do that. Can you imagine living in? Can you imagine having the power that two hundred and fifty thousand Americans dying isn't that big of a deal in terms of the profit and profitability? Because yeah, you're just banking. That number to me is terrifying. That's basically what Martin Trilly did. What, oh what, yeah, what was his drug for? Like AIDS or something? Yeah. Didn't he just like buy it though? He bought it super cheap and then he was reselling it for like yeah. thousands of dollars per dose or something. Yeah. They figured out they could have gotten it down to $7 or something like that per pill or per dose. And he was doing it for, yeah, thousands. Was, was it for AIDS? I want to say it was for AIDS. I don't know. It was remember. for, yeah, it was for a major, I don't know. But that, but that guy, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of in this new season of life where I don't like talking bad about people publicly. And uh, I'm just kidding. But, uh, that guy looks like. Yeah, he does. He looks like somebody that would do that. He did have. I'm not a fan of the dude. I think mean, I think he's a he's a scumbag. But he did have some of the best. Is either Facebook Live or Periscope or something. It was on. Yeah, it was <laughs> on Periscope. You'd get on Twitter and he would just go off. And he would he would play. He bought that Wu Tang album. Yeah, the, like the only one in the world. And he would hold on to it. You know, Wu Tang had to have been so bummed. Yeah. But I, I thought there was something about it. Whoever bought it could release it if they wanted to. And so he'd yeah. play like little clips of it. Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah. I can't believe nobody jumped him and went and got yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that dude is still alive. Is it he may, in prison? It may, I don't know. He was in... Well, I don't know if he actually ever went or if he's still in there or if he's out now. He would be a great, great uh, movie about him just because I want to see someone playing. Yeah. I forgot what he got in trouble for. I don't remember. I want to say that. 
I want to say it was like insider trading or Pharma something. Pharma bro. Pharma bro. By. That's him. He's a hedge fund manager and convicted felon. So is he in prison? I don't, it doesn't say. Either way. If you don't if you don't know who this is, you should Google Martin Screlly. Uh, S-H-K-R-E-L-I. And he, yeah. He's kind of the worst dude ever. Yeah, he definitely is. I think um, I think I saw some quote from him uh, fairly recently, and it was like a quote. Uh, I think it was a quote that he has like turning his life around or something. I mean, it was probably just canned. Good. I don't think I don't know how genuine it was, but I guess I can't judge that because I don't I don't know his heart. I do know he was just screwing a lot of people that needed some significant, yeah, medicine out of a lot of money. I mean, can you imagine? I don't know. I, I just don't even know. I know money is a, a powerful thing. And um, I just don't know. I feel so bad spending that money. Oh. Man, I'm just making a living off just basically stealing from people. And if not, if not stealing from them, like, Yeah. Marking a price up so much that they can't they afford a necessary medicine to, yeah. to keep them alive. So there's, okay, so I think in every human, every human being different, there's got to be a threshold of what what maybe we'll just say gray area, right? We'll agree in this scenario that murder is not good mm-hmm. in any scenario. But there's I think there's always like gray area of things of like we talked about real estate earlier. Like there's gray area to all this stuff, and I think everyone's got a different gray area level. But at some point when you push past that gray area and you're getting into the dark zone, it's got to change your quality of life. Yeah. It, it, it To me, would be like being in a 20-year marriage in which you're having an affair the whole time. Yeah. It would be exhausting and not fair to anybody. And maybe you are you feel like you're getting the best of both worlds. But really, you're missing out on everything. Yeah. I don't know if guys like him like feel that, though. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I mean, the same way like Chris Watts. Killed yeah. his wife and kids. Like I don't, I don't know that a sane person does that. Yeah, well, there's got to be something that's that's deeply wrong. Yeah. So you, I don't know how you do that, but there's a lot of like, whether it be in high companies, people just grayer. That would just be so brutal. Yeah. And may, you know what? Maybe for the short term, that feeling goes away when the wind is whipping through your hair on this yacht you just bought and you have no financial trouble and everything seems good for that short term. And then you just spend the rest of your life chasing that again. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. And I'll, I'll never know. How many of these rich people do you see like make money, like real, real money, never work again, money, and then just be, are done. Yeah. They're always chasing it. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I was attracted to Gary V on. Was he was like really transparent about where he was going, but also like it's not for you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do this. I'm going to work 18 hours a day for the next 30 years to get there. Do you want to do that? And as soon as he said that, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Martin Screlly. I'm just glad we started off this episode talk, talking about Screlly, pharma, bro, dude. What a bum! Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting invited, like me inviting you to the Christmas party? Like, oh, this is my buddy Jared. I'm like, oh, cool, man. Nice car on the garage. Like, yeah. What do you do? I just sell meds. <laughs> really? Yeah. A- just AIDS medicine. Hmm. How'd you make so much money then? 
Yeah, so it used to be four dollars a pill, and I've made it a thousand dollars a pill. It's pretty good profitability. Why do people pay it? Oh, they have to to live. Yeah. Oh. So you're Ugh. just putting everybody in debt, so you can. Yeah, but the car looks good. Yeah. Right. At that point, you just you just have to not care at all what people think about you. Yep. And you kind of like have to not even value yourself. Yep. You're all you care about is that money. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't care about human life. Yeah. And I don't know anybody that's going to want to be around that. That's exhausting. Yeah. But I always struggle with feeling bad for that person. Like in here, like I legitimately catch myself. I think I've told you this before. When I'm watching courtroom TV, I'm always looking at the person on trial and thinking, man, what what in their life could have been different that wouldn't have set up in there? Yeah. You know, what circumstances was I given that was better than theirs that didn't put me in circumstances to do what they had to do? And I always feel bad for that person. So I always look at, like, Martin Scrully, and I'm like, what What happened to you, buddy? Yeah. No one wakes. No no thir- third grader in class is when their teacher says, what do you want to do for a living, says. I want to get rich off of AIDS pills. No one says that. I want to jack up the price of AIDS pills. Yeah. I want to do yeah. this the wrong way. I wonder I wonder what his, his childhood looked like. I don't know. I can make some assumptions. I don't know. I feel like he, I don't know. I kind of feel like it was just like a, like a pretty entitled childhood. Yeah. And he just always grew up with everything. And I don't know. That's, that's, that's how I view his childhood. Yeah. But I, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I always get, I always get money's powerful though. So yeah, I've been listening like to all these podcasters that now have started popping the last few years all these comedians and like them talking about how they're parenting their kids and like they're doing all these things to make sure their kids don't go through what they went through. Mm-hmm. Like what they went through is what made them. Yeah. So it's like, it's going to be interesting to see not that they can't grow up with that privilege and still be successful, but like, I don't know. You get that level of entitlement. It's got to be hard to be motivated. Yeah. But also, but also you got to be somewhat of a smart guy to put yourself in the position to buy the pills than to put yourself in position to mark them up. Yeah, I don't even know how to start, where to start buying pills. You, you got to know, you got to be somewhat intelligent. He's not just some, I mean, he's got to be a pretty smart cat. Yeah, I don't know. Screlly. can't believe that's how we started this podcast. I don't even know, how did that even get started? I don't know, but now I'm mad about it. Yeah. He just got a very punchable face. Yes, I was going to say annoying face, but I was... Punchable. Yes, it's, yeah. He's the guy, he looks like he would be in a, like, you just walked up and he just got slept on the sidewalk in a Patagonia. Oh, yeah. That's what he looks like. No. And you want to go help him, but you also heard him yell racist things for like five minutes. And you're like, I I mean, this is kind of how the world works. Yeah. So, I don't know. Clean yourself up, buddy. Yeah. How you been, man? I've been pretty good. It's almost your favorite time of year. Yeah, it's my. I'm about to be 31. I'm a grown man finally. Who's number 31? I had this. I had this other day. Oh, Jason Terry. I think he's number 31. Jason Terry. So Jason Terry Jet. here. I used to have his uh his jersey T-shirt. He still. I loved him when he was it a blue one of those blue ones. No, it was a green one. Ooh, yeah, it's was, it was pretty cool. And obviously now I can't fit in it. Do you remember when Jason Terry um punched? I think it was Ginobili or Parker. Oh yeah, in the crotch and in, in the pile. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. They probably deserved it though. Um, also, never in my life said punched him in the crotch. 
Well, that's what happened. Yeah. That's the exact description. A crotch punch. I don't even know what I've been up to lately. You've been you've been at home watching Ellie. Yeah. For like three weeks. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this COVID stuff out. Yeah. It's exhausting trying to figure out like, you know, we want to make sure we're healthy going to the hospital here in, I mean, less than three weeks. So we're just trying to figure that. And we're also, we also just, uh, I guess I could probably say it. We sold our house. So mm-hmm. moving, pulling everything out. So that's two pretty big life things. And living with my dad. So it's just like kind of a lot quick. Yeah. It's exhausting mentally. Yeah. It's also really hard to live with your, like to move back home when married. Like very hard. Yeah. I, I would, I would imagine it would be, but. I mean, if we if we could, um, yeah. which we could, my mom has a has a pretty big house. She's only using one room. It'd be kind of nice. And I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't say that actually like being in it, but no, I would agree. It kind of it kind of seems like it'd be a little bit nice for a short period of time. No, no, it's it's good. It's it's not easy, but when you run the numbers on it, it's a yeah, it's a pretty sweet gig. Even with me paying some rent to my dad, make it to make it equal with bills and all that, it's it's gonna be incredibly worth it but i don't know that's what came out the other day is like all these things that we were talking about that are difficult or tough are all super privileged things yeah so it's hard to be like doesn't make it easier but it is also like what a blessing that we can do this yeah we're gonna be debt free that's that's yeah that'll be nice and realistically if we wanted to we could pay off a couple other things and be like legitimately not owe a dime on any vehicle on anything we could be a thousand percent debt free and that thought to me is so freeing yeah so that's at this point, it's all a privilege. We'll just grind through the season and uh have another kid. It is kinda wild that y'all are about to have a, another kid in know. like what, two weeks, three weeks, two and a half weeks. I keep thinking we have this parenting thing down. And then um Ellie didn't sleep good last night. She stayed the night with someone else. And Katie called me after her nap. She took a two and a half hour nap, she's out cold. And she for thirty minutes was in the corner of her room just screaming bloody murder because she's just so tired. Does does Ellie when she's like screaming or crying, does it bother you a lot? No. Or can you okay. That's how like I, I, I Emily doesn't like it bothers her a lot yep. when Walker's crying. And that's probably most mothers. But I can like I can listen to it. And I'll I'll let him like work through it, which probably might not be good parenting, but that's I usually good. I typically let him try to work through it. And if he like continues to to cry a ton, then then I'll go get him. Or do whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that's not bad parenting because I believe yeah. in that completely. She didn't. She did not. not take a nap with me yesterday, and she didn't cry, but she yelled my name and just yelled other things for forty-five minutes in her room. I did not go get her. She's gonna learn. Mm-hmm. You can use this time to take a nap, or you can stand in your bed. Yeah, but it is hard. Katie will shut her down. Katie unplugs the monitor, puts a pillow over her head, and rolls over. She's like, does this not bother you? I'm like, huh? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He when he starts crying, like when he's waking up in the morning and he cries, um, I don't even hear him crying. So if it wasn't, like, I don't know. Emily wakes me up sometimes. She's calling me right now. Um, we'll other than that, I like I wouldn't even wake up when he woke up because I don't hear him when he's crying or waking up or anything. Mainly because I'm a super hard sleeper. That's a gift. Yeah. But also the the crying doesn't like bother. I don't I don't let it go on for like hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 I don't think. That's another thing. 
this might be a rant edition. I think that that's a that's a sometimes a really terrible culture is parenting. Like the level of judgment, yeah, and things said, especially from mom to mom, is so sickening. Like if somebody was to be frustrated, like you shouldn't let your kid cry it out. Like just just pipe down. Did I? Uh, I told you about the the sleep training video series that we bought, right? It's yeah. like. I forgot. I think it was like two hundred bucks, <laughs> and basically the lady just said, "Some them cry it out. Don't don't pick them up. Don't get them out of the, out of their crib in the middle of the night if they're crying." It's like I was already. I was. We were already basically doing that. We got our money back. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting though doing it now with two kids. What do you do? Yeah. Just, just turn the monitors off. I forgot that Emily is coming to get her car. I think her keys are in my office. Um, Just tell her to come in here and join us on the podcast. Yeah. Baby number two. That's weird, man. How are are y'all doing uh, like room-wise? Is Ellie getting her own room or what? Yep. I mean, I think the baby just sleeps with us for the first six, eight weeks anyway in the bassinet. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think we're just gonna share that baby just be in our room. Ellie will be in, in the other room. And then we should have like no room. How, how do you think Ellie's gonna be as a sister? Ooh. Uh I think I can see it going I think it's gonna be day to day. She her her obsession right now is babies. So she has seven babies and she'll go put them somewhere and then she'll cover lay down a mat for them and cover them up. And then, you know get them food and water and hold them and hand the baby to you. When you walk in, she hands you a baby. Shh. Pet the baby. It's like, first off, we don't pet kids. <laughs> um, so I have to explain that. And then sometimes you'll say something to her and she'll say, no, and she'll throw the baby as hard as she can off the wall. So I think that's a good summary. I think mm. she's going to be a really sweet sister, but I think she's going to want the attention. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't know why. I think other people have told me it's hard or they worried about it or the long-term effects. I'm like super pumped about that side of it. Yeah. I think it's good to have brothers and sisters. Maybe not uh, for everybody. Yeah. It was good for me. Yeah. So in my experience, I just, I think it'd be good for Ellie. Yeah. We're planning and hoping to give Walker some, some siblings. We might, listen, we, we might be, this might be it for us. They're expensive. Double, double the price of daycare. Yeah. I don't know if that's how it works or if they give you like a discount. They do give like you a, a discount. Like a bundle discount. We do. Um, yeah, they start, seems like they start, they start adding up and it gets expensive. The good news is healthcare wise, it's the same price. Uh, you got as many kids. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't change. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I, I think Katie is not a fan of being pregnant. I, I would imagine most women probably aren't. But I feel like you just hear these groups of women that love it. You know, like just the oneness with the baby. And that is so yeah. cool. That's the dopest thing ever. But not it's not Katie. Katie's yeah. just not that. And so she's just like, I'm so excited to meet this kid. And I'm also a little afraid of postpartum. Like it's like a huge fear of mine. So I'm always like really careful not to be super sarcastic beforehand and then she's like hey what do you need so I'm gonna have a ton of like margarita stuff after this baby 
man. Dude, we 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 really kind of dodged a bullet in the history of the world. What, what do you mean, like the timing with COVID? No, I mean like not carrying kids. Oh, I know, dude. That's For sure. I I don't know that I do it. I don't know that I do it more than once. Yeah, if just watching what they go through, physically, emotionally, all that, I'm good. Yeah, I just then, adopt. Yeah, especially if you have like one of those super long. You're in labor for a long time, like days. How long were you on labor? Y'all were in labor a long time. We so we went to the hospital. Um, was it? It was uh, like early. No, it was like late at night the day before Walker was born, and like the induction is that what, is that they call it induction the inducing process. Yeah. Um, started then, and then from there, Walker was born at around noon like 12 51 so probably like 12 hours 16 hours i don't remember exactly what time we went to the hospital i was sitting in the waiting room yeah but i I thought it was later than 12 yeah i can't remember if we went at night or if we went in like super early in the morning no y'all went at night because oh shoot i always think about this because um i turned my phone on uh, for the first time, like my ringer on at night, I used to have it on vibrate and that whole night it was raining uh-huh. and I was getting those, uh, news channel six updates and it reads out. It's like lightning near uh, yeah. lightning near the whole night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Emily, Emily has this whole, that uh, had that set up too. And there's one notification that said something about relief or something is on the way. Oh yeah, and she got that. She got that notification like when we were on our way to the hospital. So that that's probably sometime that evening. Then. Yeah, it was an evening thing. So we probably went to the hospital like seven ish, and then he was born the next day at twelve, which is a long time. Even though you may not be in yeah. labor the whole time, you're not comfortable in that room. Yeah, it's also hard being a dad in that situation because a couple of things you can't complain. I don't care what anybody says. I think the hospital is great. That couch thing sucks. <laughs> it's. I didn't even know how to work it. It's I, so I didn't bad. Know, I didn't know you could like fold the cushions a certain way and turn it into a bed. Such a nightmare. And even when you do that, you have a little bit more room. It's not comfortable. There's people coming in and out the whole time. I also felt a little guilty just like if I could sleep. And then there's really not a lot to do outside of say, what do you need? And then there's nothing. When they answer, there's nothing you can do. What do you need? Yeah. Food? Oh, you can't eat. Yeah. Okay. You want some water? We can get you some ice chips. Yeah. Is it, oh, does it hurt? What's your pain level? It's like, hey, don't ask questions anymore. Yeah. yeah. Angie, like, especially, I don't know if it's just because it, it, Walker was our first one. I, I don't really know what to say besides just being there. Like, I don't <laughs> I know. I don't really know how everything works or how painful it is. Like, I don't know how painful a contraction is. Or anything like that. So I don't. I don't really know what to say. I'm a little nervous about watching the C-section. Yeah, a little nervous. I got. I know it's completely different than just watching the baby come come out. Uh, I know a C-section is different, but I got the doctors. I wasn't planning on watching Walker come out. I was planning on just being like Emily's shoulder and doing that whole thing, just encouraging her and being there for her. And then the doctor um, actually talked me into watching. I was like, all right. So I watched it and it was it's probably the cool the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 
I think that would be, and that's where I think I struggle. Is if it was natural, I think I would be in to watch it. But I, I'm a little nervous about the C-section yeah. side. But I also kind of want to experience it. But I also know me, and I know there's a chance like I I, I sleep. Yeah, I thought I thought I was going to get a little bit more lightheaded than I did. But it kind of just happened. Like I could see his head coming out, and then like once his head got out, he just kind of came out pretty quick. But it was it was wild seeing that. Like the most amazing, probably the most amazing thing I'll, I'll ever see. Yeah, um, I will say yeah. this: maybe the Rangers won a World Series. Maybe that that would be close. I didn't realize everything they did during a C-section. I think until Katie had you know, had Ellie. Whew. I think that's when I learned like everything they do do during a C-section. Well, I had never thought about because we didn't think we were doing it. I thought they just like made a made a cut and pulled the baby. I didn't know they like take everything out, like deorganed you, dude. It's the smell was weird in the room. And the pulling, the amount they were pulling, like everything was very jarring to me. I was so locked up because I'm on the other side of the curtain. I haven't eaten in like 24 hours, like lightheaded. That's probably a good thing. Well, at that point, I was just like so weak. I was like, I don't even know if I can get off the stool. And it's hard to complain to Katie because she's literally getting her stomach and guts ripped out. But they took the baby over and the nurse like looked at me like, I was like, What? He's like, are you going to come over here and see your kid? I was like, I don't know the rules in here. They also, they also tell you all the stuff you're not supposed to do. And someone said, are you going to take a picture? I was like, oh, you couldn't have a camera in here. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, they you're like, fine. I was like, what? They like told me to take pictures too. I, I didn't know all that worked either. One, we knew one of the doctors in there or one of the anesthesiologists, and he was taking pictures for us. I was like, this isn't, I don't know why in my brain this is like a very serious step-by-step thing. Like if you get out of line, you could mess everything up. But they're like so casual about it in there. It gives me peace. Yeah, they were talking to each other about what had happened the week before. Yeah, that's that's how they they were when Walker was coming to. Which I and immediately then, felt better. I was I was super nervous cutting the umbilical cord, and they just made, made it seem like the easiest thing. They just like clamped it and like just like cut just cut between here. I was like, that's, you just cut it one cut all? though, just one cut. Okay. They said they said. It might get it's might uh it might take a couple a couple tries because it's kind of like rubbery or or whatever. I just slice that bad boy in one snip, and I flip the scissors. But yeah, I was, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's a nerve wracking thing, and hopefully, hopefully I won't be as nervous the next one. It might have just been the first one, but even like after Walker's born, like I was I was kind of a freak for the longest time, sneaking into his room, making sure he's still breathing. Stuff like that. I was kind of a freak. Yeah. I don't know. And now he's had like a, a cough and congestion for like two months. And it doesn't even worry me. Yeah. I think it's a good place to be. Yeah. You can just shut down and worry about everything. Yeah. It's like the COVID stuff. It's like the politics stuff. I, do you think people just get distracted because they need to put worries and insecurities and all this stuff into something? Like there's got to be something that's wrong. And it can't be them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. Cause we just we just get so wrapped up as people in some stuff. So no wrapped up, yeah. And I think that's what I did with when you first have a kid. Like your whole world shrinks down to this thing. That's all you think about. Mm-hmm. And as it grows, I think your love for it grows more than ever before. But there's also like, yeah, we're good. Ellie Ellie busted her dome the other day off the wall. Bruise on her forehead. <laughs> Walker, Walker, I was like, you're fine. Walker's been busting his, the back of his head a ton lately. I don't know what's up with him. He's getting hair, though. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He'll cushion it. 
Ballers, uh, he cries for like five seconds, and then he's good. Man, that dude's been toppling over left and right. Jeez. Uh, yeah. All right, here's the schedule, okay? Okay. We're going to wrap this one up, be quick. Um, I'll, I will be out. If y'all are listening, thanks for listening. 2020 has been a little bit of a rough year for us because not only do we have a podcast we've tried to keep up with and I've done a terrible job of, but we also have a company and we have a lot of other stuff that we are, we have obligations to. So it's been a weird year. We're getting ready for 2021 already. Um, but we're going to pre-record a bunch of stuff before I leave. And if worst case scenario, I'll just, we'll just do some video chat thing and upload it. So we'll have some content through December and then we've got some guests for 2021. We'll go into January. So, December will be a little weird, but we'll figure it out. I'm kind of looking forward to those guests. Because, I mean, I don't have to be on. No, you're going to be on. Nah. It's a whole new format. i got a good idea for nah. it. You're going you're gonna to sit there in the corner, right there, and you're going to fact check them the whole time. <laughs> not true. That's literally not true. <laughs> uh, actually, actually. That'd be kind of funny. Actually, it's Luxembourg. <laughs> so, give us your, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I didn't really necessarily have anything I wanted to talk about at all. Obviously, I didn't either because we got it straight into Screlly. Yeah. Um, you know what? No word of wisdom. Okay. What are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Um, is this a is this a Thanksgiving thing? Yep. <laughs> do y'all do that at the Thanksgiving table? Sometimes. What Somebody am I? usually starts it, and then once two people go, everyone has to go. Yeah. I mean, I have all the just like obvious answers, um, like family, house, job, all that stuff. Um, I'm super thankful for Walker. Um, I'm super thankful. He he came at a uh, at a pretty good time in our life. Yeah. So I'm super thankful. He is like a, a huge blessing for us. We went through a, a lot of stuff and like pretty soon after all that stuff found out Walker was on his way. So he's such a big blessing in our lives. So I'm super thankful for him um, and his health and just a little, a little reputation. He's de- or not reputation, the personality he's developing. So like, it's kind of cool watching them figure stuff out. Yeah. Like even the simplest thing, like waving and, like kissing and all the all the different stuff they figure out. So, how we how weird is that that those are like so dope of yeah. landmarks. Yeah. He waved. Even him just like knowing how to like feed himself is kind of cool to me. Yep. I don't know. So I'm super thankful for that. Well how how what a blessing that one he's your like perfect timing, great blessing, but also that he turned out dope. Yeah. Because then he could have just been obviously long term he's gonna be dope. Yeah, but he could have not been a cute kid. He could have been the worst. Then so then he wouldn't have been. A, he wouldn't have seemed like a short term blessing. Mm-hmm. He would have been like he'll be a blessing later. Yeah. So he's a pretty cute kid. That's 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 probably my main thing. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, I'm thankful for this season to be over, but also I'm thankful that we sold our house and we're having a kid. Yeah, there's just like so many things to be thankful for. That's that's two that's two huge things, huge blessings, and they come with. That's what Kate and I were trying to just stay in the mindset of is they come with work and challenges. Uh-huh. But we'll work. We'll deal with those work and challenges every day for the blessings. They're the best things ever. The home's not the best thing ever. Like whatever, super great. 
thankful for that. But like to have another kid's pretty, uh, pretty, we're pretty blessed and lucky to do that. So have to be a family of four. I know. That's wild. I know. Now we can now sit in a booth and not feel weird about it. <laughs> uh, All right, man. We'll try to do another one before your birthday. Yeah. When is, when, what day is, oh, it's Wednesday. Yeah. That's my actual word. Somebody's calling me. They're playing it. I'll call her back. <laughs> we're playing golf. Supposedly. Oh, we're playing golf. I still think I think I still think you're tricking me. No. With something. Nope, we're playing golf. Alright, thanks for listening. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin, scratching a lucky strike ad madmen. My rapping is sorta old fashioned, window shopping, hip hop and mannequin. Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs, elevate a music rock to the PM Dawn, copping a new John, mocking your crew song. I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on.